This is Daniel Hagedorn for Preparing Kids for Life at PK4L.com, and our podcast is for all things parenting. This is actually day 70 of our 365-day journey with you. My wife and I are so passionate about helping parents reclaim their rightful place as the number one expert on their own kids, and so our podcast focuses on time-tested principles any parent can learn and apply to build an emotionally safe home and help their children thrive. And so we talk about every parent's most basic fears because these used to be our fears too. Things like, I don't have what it takes to be a good parent or I'm not qualified or I'm gonna mess my kids up. You know, as parents, we will do anything to help our kids. And since our ceiling is our children's floor, We owe it to them to always be learning and growing. For 365 days, you've been invited into our experiment, and we are committed to walking alongside your journey as your personal outfitters, guides, and allies every day, every step of the way. So today's episode deals with a life lesson for our kids, and the premise of it is, you know, I I absolutely believe in the value of education, specifically in in academics, emotional. I mean, our whole principle at PK4L is all about engaging our children in the five dimensions of development, right? Spiritual, emotional, mental, social, and physical. And academics certainly have their place. Academics certainly have their value in all of that. But I'm going to suggest to you that building our child's character is so much more important. And you know, if you think about it, we all want that. At the end of the day, I think all of us as parents can agree we would rather have a young man or woman of noble character than one with a perfect GPA. You know, it's just, it's so much, it matters so much more. It matters so much more. And one of the things that um, we we see sometimes less and less is really an empathy. And one of the one of the things that that causes us to to really be there for other people, that causes us to be able to put our side our, ourselves, I should say, aside for a second, is really this is really this idea of empathy. It's being able to put yourself in the shoes of someone else. And there's a great story that is told about a fundraising dinner that was serving learning disabled children. And the the father of one of the students delivered an epic speech Everyone in attendance was was stunned by what he had to say. And basically, after extolling the virtues of the school and its dedicated staff, he posed a simple question. When not interfered with by outside influences, everything God does is done with perfection. Yet my son Shay could not learn things as other children do. He could not understand things as other children do. Where was God's natural order of things in my son? 
The audience was stilled by the question and the father continued, I believe that when a child like Shay, physically and mentally handicapped, comes into the world, an opportunity to realize true human nature presents itself. And it comes in the way that other people treat that child. And then he told the following story. One day, Shay and I were walking past a park where some boys he knew were playing baseball, and Shay asked, do you think they'd let me play? Now, I knew privately that most of the boys would probably not want someone like Shay on their team, but I also understood that if my son were allowed to play, it would give him a much-needed sense of belonging and confidence to be accepted by others in spite of his limitations. So I approached one of the boys in the field and I asked if Shay could play, not really expecting much. The boy looked around for guidance. If you boys nodded approval, why not? And so he took matters into his own hands and said, we're losing by six runs. The game's in the eighth inning. I guess he can be on our team and we'll try to put him into bat in the ninth inning. I barely hit a small tear in my eye as Shay struggled over to the team's bench and put on a team shirt with a broad smile. The boys clearly knew how much it meant to see my son being accepted. Well, in the bottom of the eighth inning, Shay's team scored a few runs, but was still behind by three. And so in the top of the ninth inning, Shay put on a glove and trotted out to play in right field. Now, even though no hits came his way, he was obviously ecstatic just to be in the game and on the field, grinning from ear to ear as I waved to him from the stands. In the bottom of the ninth inning, Shay's team scored again. Now, with two outs and the bases loaded, the potential winning run was on base, and my son was scheduled to bat next. Shay's team now had an important decision to make. Should they let my son bat and give away their chance to win the game? Surprisingly, Shay was allowed to bat, even though everyone knew that a hit was all but impossible because my son didn't even know how to hold the bat properly, much less connect with the ball. However, as Shea stepped up to the plate, the pitcher, recognizing that our team was putting aside winning for my son's benefit, moved in a few steps to lob the ball in softly so Shea could at least make contact. The first pitch came and Shea swung and clumsily missed. The pitcher again took a few steps forward to toss the ball softly towards Shea. As the pitch came in, Shea swung at the ball and hit a very slow ground ball right back to the pitcher. The game should have ended as the pitcher picked up the soft grounder to make the easy throw to the first baseman. Shea would be out and the game would be over. Instead, the pitcher purposely threw the ball over the head of the first baseman. Everyone from the stands and from both teams started yelling, Shay, run to first! Shay, run to first! Never in his life had Shay ever run that far, but he made it to first base. He scampered down the baseline, wide-eyed and startled. Everybody yelled, run to second! Run to second! Catching his breath, Shay awkwardly kept running, struggling to make it to second base. By the time he
He had rounded second base. The right fielder had picked up the ball and now had a chance to be the hero for his team. He could have thrown the ball to second baseman for the easy tag, but he understood what the pitcher was doing. And so he also intentionally threw the ball over the third baseman's head. Shea ran toward third base deliriously as the runners ahead of him circled the bases toward home. All were screaming, Shea, 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 all the way, Shea. The opposing shortstop ran to help Shea and turned him in the direction of third base and then shouted, run to third, run to third, Shea. And as he rounded the base, the boys from both teams and those in the stands were screaming, Shea, run home. Shea ran to home, stepped on the plate, and was cheered as the hero who hit the game-winning grand slam for his team. That day, the father said softly with tears now rolling down his face, the boys from both teams helped bring a piece of true love and humanity into this world. Shea didn't make it to another summer and died the following winter, having never forgotten his game-winning home run that made his father so proud and coming home to have his mother tearfully embrace her little hero for the day. You know, for those kids to do what they did for Shay demonstrated an enormous amount of character. I wish I could meet the parents of those young men because I would love to shake their hand. I would love to applaud them for what they did. I would love to thank them for raising such fine young men because we are, we are reaching a tragic and serious deficit of people with empathy. And there's a lot of reasons for that. And that, that could be probably the subject of, I don't know how many episodes of, of a podcast, but obviously technology plays a role. Technology is creating this distance between us. We're, we're separated by a, a layer of binary code via the, the screen. I mean, getting a text is not the same as a face-to-face conversation. It's not even the same as a video call or, or at least or a phone call. The other thing is, is that now we're, we're so addicted to distraction, we can't even stay focused for very long. We can't even stay attentive, looking someone in the eye as they speak and actually thinking about what they're saying and processing it and not think about what we're going to say in response, but just simply listening. You know, there's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of reasons why we don't have this empathy that is so necessary. I mean, this is one of the most important life lessons that we have to teach our kids, and that's empathy. You know, empathy is one of those things that without it, um, it's just kind of, I don't know, I... If you just if you just sort of think about um, I don't know if you just kind of think about what happens when when we empathize there there's some there's a value to being able to put yourself into 
the shoes of someone else. And obviously, no one's going to know what it feels like to walk in their shoes. But you can put yourself in their shoes, their shoes and at least know what it feels like for you to have to try to walk in them. And that gives you a little bit of empathy and compassion because you realize, you know, everybody's going through their own struggles. The very least we can do is be kind to one another. Um, I think... You know, the, the literal meaning of empathy is to suffer together. And one of the, one of the things that um, I guess you could say is, is the benefit, and this comes from, I, I'm not sure who said this, but many of the world's wisest people have stated that giving to others in life is the source of the greatest contentment and life satisfaction. When we don't have empathy, it robs us of the ability to put ourselves in someone else's shoes, to suffer with them. And when we are unable to do that, we're we're unable to give to others. And in a sense, we're robbing ourselves of that joy. You know, when another person trusts us enough to take us into their confidence, when they, when they feel safe to share some of their most vulnerable, even traumatic experiences, I mean, it feels like an honor because you think to yourself, wow, I, I'm, I'm safe enough for this person to feel like they can trust me with something. And, and if we can be attentive in the way that we listen, then such intimate disclosures that we're getting from them also give us an opportunity to expand what you could call felt knowledge, meaning it's not just a bunch of facts, but it's a knowledge that we actually experience and and feel. And so when we are made, we're all kind of let in behind the curtain into people's most intimate, sometimes even scary details, we're, we're able to broaden our compassion. And when, when we can help guide our children into empathy and compassion, it makes them better people. It also makes them closer to God. Because really, only the person and God know what we're feeling, ever. And that is such a powerful thing. Like in this story with Shay, right? This young boy, I mean... What an amazing thing for him to experience. But what an amazing thing for those kids to experience as well. I mean, every single one of them was was caught up in the moment, was yelling and screaming with happiness and joy watching this take place. So much more important than winning the game. And I'm not one of these people that thinks, oh, you should never keep score. No, it's bad. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, you know, what an amazing opportunity for everyone to experience empathy and compassion. And I just encourage you to look for ways to show that to your kids. Look for ways to invite them into that. And obviously, the best way to do it is to have empathy and compassion for other people yourself. At the end of the day, our kids follow our example, not our advice. 
Well, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. There are literally hundreds and thousands of podcasts out there. You chose ours. You chose to give us your time. We are so grateful for that. Definitely check out our website, pk4l.com for more resources. And please click on the link in the show description and download your free ebook, Building an Emotionally Safe Home, as our gift to you. Remember, we are with you every day, every step of the way. Until tomorrow, have a great day.